It's the Weekend Show with Ken Kidney. Good morning, good evening, good night, and welcome to a brand new edition of The Weekend Show. You'll be relieved to know that I am joined, as always, by my questionable co-host, Garrett. Say hello, Garrett. I'm quite questionable. Yeah, in every sense of the word. In a number of regards. Especially podcast today, that's like extremely questionable. How far behind are you on podcast today? Only one episode. Only the one that dropped today. Yeah. That is 55 minutes. Yeah. Broke the new record. It's quite a, quite a monster. Yeah, it's, it's the addendum to our E3 podcast that somehow managed to be longer than the original preview. Starring the fabulous Tanner. Wonderful human being. Tanner's a, a top draw on podcast today. Yeah, he has not outdrawn the top weekend show episode because that's 700 listens. Yeah, he's no Satoru. No. I didn't, I didn't get it wrong this time, Gar. Good job, Ken. Yeah. Names. R.I.P. Coming up on the show this week, we have Netflix and Who News Best as usual. Plus, we have a wee quiz. Wee quiz. Wee quiz. We're so clever. Yeah. We're so good with wordplay. That's that's pretty much it. when when the weekend show dies, long after we've died, because it'll carry on and like they'll recast us, and then people won't like the people they recast us with, and there'll be a whole thing. Yeah. But when when it eventually dies on the gravestone, it will just simply say, "Pretty good wordplay." Pretty good wordplay. Not such good listenership. Yeah. Hey. But, uh, hey. Our, our listeners are fine. And anyone that listens to this show is amazing. Thanks. You. Just Thanks. you. I'm pointing at you in particular, too. We love you. But th- that is something that we raised last week during our anniversary show that everyone should listen to. Which they should. I, I, I was actually listening back to that the other night after I uploaded a podcast today. And I was like, that's a really good episode. That's a really good episode. We're occasionally not bad at this. Yeah, exactly. It's like, we're, pretty, we're hitting a pretty okay stride. Yeah. So uh, if you want to go back and listen to that, you can watch it at soundcloud.com. You can listen slash. to it on SoundCloud, Ken. You can't watch on SoundCloud. It's You can't watch with your ears. Well, you, well, you can watch the, the, the dial as it moves across the That's thing. true. You can see it go up and down. Yeah. Fair enough. Thank if, you. If, if you're into that. You can watch slash listen to the podcast on soundcloud.com forward slash TWSKK. Indeed. You can. It's where you can find every episode of podcast today as well. Nah. No thanks. It's because you're banned from it. Yeah, I don't want to be on it. Yes, you do. Eats away at me. <laughs> Point is, I did a great job on the anniversary episode. You did? You made a lovely logo, too. Yeah, I made a logo. Where the, the the candle in the middle is a microphone. Yeah. And then I got nine listens. Yeah. Go listen to it. Go listen to it. Until... Stop listening to this one. Then go listen to it. Then come back and listen to the rest of this one. Unless you've already heard this one, or the last one, where... Thank you. Yeah, you raised a good point last week, though, Gary, when we were talking about this. Like... This podcast could potentially outlive us. Yeah. It'll be there on SoundCloud, assuming SoundCloud servers don't die. Yeah. But it'll be there for as long as the internet is there. So, like, we're talking to people in the past, present, and future. It's, it's time travel. But I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, Gar. It's, it's, it's already blowing my mind. It'll blow your mind. Loads of great stuff in store, Gar. But um, before we get the show on the road, how was your week? Ireland played Belarus this weekend. Mm-hmm. They, they actually played in Cork. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't, I didn't go to it. But 30 euro for a ticket that's pretty steep they they were pretty tough to get as well apparently yeah. weren't they they didn't put, actually put too many on sale no the club got a lot of them yeah stupid people I, I played football on Tuesday night instead of going to watch Ireland we lost 2-1 to Belarus Ken I was like that was the one you thought was a banker like we got a good draw against the Netherlands we, we were leading most of that game and we only fell out of the game when we brought on our mediocre substitutes yeah we had a tough game against the Swiss we have a talk- we had a game against the Swiss. Did we? I don't know. I can't remember who else we played. The Swiss played Belgium. 
I worked for that game, so I, I know we didn't. We weren't on that game. <laughs> we weren't there. Unless I'm imagining things and going crazy. I thought we played a practice game against the Swiss. I don't know. Your brain's not working anymore, is it, Ken? Uh, yeah. Today is uh, was the final day of seven days straight working. Yeah. And all of them were 6 a.m. starts, so um, you're lucky I can even form words right now. Well, form them, at least in the sense that they are words that you're saying. And they're coming out, whether they make sense or not. Now, that's another story. Yeah. But Ireland are terrible. They are terrible. As in, to the point where, like, I was being cautiously optimistic because... In the qualifying for the Euros, they beat Germany, which got them to the playoffs. Yeah. And in the playoffs, they beat Bosnia and Herzegovina. Dzeko plays for them, doesn't he? Dzeko he's Serbian. No, he's Bosnian. No, he plays for them. And they were the top seed team in the playoffs. Yeah. And we beat them. Yeah. Comfortably as well. Yeah. You see, if you, if you, I assume most people don't remember how Ireland did in the last European Championships. We got utterly embarrassed. Yeah. Totally and utterly like hammered in all three of our games. We did yeah. not have a hope of Agar, in the first game against Croatia, we scored first. And we lost like 3 or 4-1, wasn't it? Yes, but we scored yeah. first. Everything was going great for like two minutes, I think it was. And we're going into the Euros into a group with Sweden, who are a beatable team with one decent but ageing player. Mm. And then Italy and Belgium, who are teams we are unlikely to beat. Uh, I don't know. Sweden, I, w- I would agree with you. Like, if Ibrahimovic doesn't show up, they're a very beatable team. Yeah. When you talk about Italy, they're kind of a, a weird mix of youth and experience, so I don't know how that will work out. They're also not a team that's likely to hammer anybody. I don't think that's really how they play. No. I think if they score twice, they're happy to just not do anything for the rest of the game. That's just how Italians play football. Yeah. And the Belgi- like, and the Belgians have the best team on paper in the tournament. Yeah, but they're a relatively unproven quality in terms of... Yeah, they're not a very good team. Like, they've only started kind of qualifying for major competitions again recently. Yeah, but when you look at, like, Fellaini and Hazard and De Bruyne and... Lukaku. Lukaku and Alderweireld and Vertonghen and Vermalen and Axel Witzel and Alderweireld. And even, like, they have two world... Well, Mignolet world-class. He's good. A good goalkeeper and a world-class goalkeeper in Tipo Courtois. And Origi and Benteke. You have to say it like this. Courtois. And they left, like, Kevin Morales at home, because who cares? Yeah, it's <laughs> like, he, we have enough world-class players. Yeah, he'd walk into our team. But it's like, we, like we, we just, like, get down a bended knee. Yeah, like, we tried to get for Jack Grealish. We've had quite, quite an unfortunate time with in injury. Robbie Keane, no surprise, because he's 35. It seems like he'd be lucky to make the tournament at all. Yeah, people are giving out that he was included, because he did yeah. make our final 23, even though he... I think he's definitely ruled out of the Sweden game. Yeah, he's not fit, yeah. But... I'd, I'd agree with people if he was taking someone's place who deserved to be there. Exactly. And he's really not. It's, it's slim pickings for us. We'll take what we can get. Yeah. And he's, st- he's still good for the goals. Like he's still if, pop if up he on can the play, he's our second best striker after Shane Long. He'll still pop up on the occasions and he takes his chances. Yep. Um, and he's a, a hero to Americans. Yeah. Poor Harry Arter. That's oh right. yeah, that's the biggest shame. And I think, was it Stephen Quinn got into the team? Yeah. There was someone else in midfield. Maybe Hendrick? Did he make the final squad? No, he's in there, yeah. Yeah, Quinn or Hendrick wouldn't have made it yeah. if Harry Arter was fit. Yeah. Which is a real shame because he's actually a, a good, an actual good player. So, Gark, I'm going to ask you to make a prediction. Call it. How are, are Ireland going to do in the Euros? Keeping in mind that some of the third place finishers will be making it out of the group. Bottom. Bottom, you think so? Bottom. I think We, we can... didn't beat Belarus, Ken. The Northern Irish beat Belarus 3-0. But I think we can both agree, though, the crucial game is is the first game against Sweden. If we beat Sweden, we have a hope. 
Yeah. Because I think we are capable of getting draws against Italy and Belgium. Five points. And that, the group. then we get through the group. You would get through the group on five points. It's actually, even in the World Cup, that's happened. Yeah, more, you're more than likely going to get through the group on five points. Not bad. So, yeah, that Sweden game is, is vital. We need to beat Sweden. Who's going to win the tournament, Ken? That's a very good question. France. You're going to go for France? I'm going to go for France. France are favourites. France are very France are very plucky when they host tournaments. And they have a good team. Yeah, they have a sneakily good team, don't they? It's when like... you look at like, like Dimitri Payet. Yeah, he's 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 a support player for France. He's he again walk into our team. But it's kind of a funny thing, like because France kind of snuck up on you because for ages they were kind of like a depleted team. You're like, yeah, France, yeah, because they embarrassed themselves at World Cups and stuff like that. But it's like, wait a second, they could win this. The likes of Varane and Kante and Pogba and Giroud is good for goals. Yeah, and Griezmann. Mm-hmm. They have a good team. Yeah, I looked up Griezmann the other day because I thought he might be German, and he's like, "Oh, he's French! Oh my yeah. god!" The Germans look shaky lately. They lost three yeah. one to Slovakia. Yeah, and the Spanish. They're in a transitional period. The Spanish, they kind they, of the same as well. They could cause an upset. Yeah. It, Portuguese which, are a one man team, which sounds kind of ridiculous for Spain to cause an upset, but they have been in the doldrums a bit recently. People remember how bad they were at the World Cup. You see, yeah, Portugal are a one man team. England, <laughs> England are. Are unbeaten in competitive fixtures, aren't they? Did, did, uh, I was watching that Portugal game the other the other night. When was it? That was last night, wasn't it? We got a draw against them, yeah. Yeah. And they lost to the Netherlands in Spain, but like in the last twenty games, they've won something like seventeen of them. Or it something. was dreadful, though. That Portugal game was the worst. Anyway, do you have anything this weekend? Oh, you never picked who, who's going to win the Euros. Who's going to win the Euros? Hmm. Get this now, guys. This is going to be a hot take here. Poland. Really? Yeah. Like, if, if I were to go a left field pick, I'd pick Wales. Wales, Wales would might be my kind of plucky underdog, out of nowhere kind of pick. That would have to be a Greece Euros. Ah, Wales are better than Greece. But, Wales have a handful of world-class players, you see. Uh, incidentally, yeah, Greece did not qualify. Good, they're shit. But they always qualify. But they're shit. They always, always manage to qualify. But they're rubbish. I know, they're like, they're actually, if you ever want to, like, if you ever want, like, say, like, you know if you're suicidal, but you're not quite there on the edge. Okay. <laughs> Watch a game of Greek football and you'd be like, okay, I don't want to live I'm anymore. I'm there. I'm yeah, there now. Yeah. That's horrible. And we do not. Yeah, endorse, you're the worst. We do not endorse, endorse suicide. If you're feeling suicidal thoughts, call the Samaritans. Exactly. Or call us. Don't. I don't know how to deal with that. <laughs> I at all. I've dealt with that on the phone at work. I, 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 I'm not a person that can deal with that kind of stuff. It's like, hang up, hang up. <laughs> Because I, I work for a, a well-known travel website and uh, you've ever had those kind of calls. One of my calls was like domestic abuse. Oof. Yeah. So if uh, it, it applies to people, they will call you about it. How was your week? Uh, working. That's about it. That's, um, that, like literally, uh, you should just leave working in the script full time. Yeah, full time. But uh, yeah, because uh, like, when you work shift work, you just tend to kind of get those patterns where you're just working all the time mm. or it feels like you're working all the time you're not really working all the time but you come off a seven day run there um i booked uh some some excursions for my holiday to toronto yeah and you're going to london you booked that this week as well didn't you i did so i don't have a, a lot to complain about to be honest uh, you're going to dublin to see jack whitehall at some stage yeah so ken's having a lovely time here folks i'm sitting at home doing nothing all week yeah my birthday is not till july but people have been giving me birthday presents my birthday, yeah. yeah. I got birthday presents before you did. You did, and you haven't even bought my birthday present yet. My birthday's in six days. I'm going to see Jack Whitehall, as you said, in February, and I'm going to Aladdin on the West End for my birthday. Oh, new one. And I was very specific 
about it being Disney's Aladdin on my birthday. <laughs> and I wanted to be like on a day after my birthday. And I said, I, I, I like, and she nearly didn't get tickets for it. And I was just like, woman, please. Shaking the finger in the face. And uh, yeah, I booked, well, like, I booked some stuff for Toronto as well. Uh, a Toronto Blue Jays game. I went to a baseball game when I was uh, in Orlando one time. But it was a practice game, so I'm hoping that since this is a regular season game... Did you get sunburned that game? I got sun... Me, me and Brother Ed got sunburned to oblivion, and we left early because we were so bored. It's baseball. It's terrible. But like, I've been trying to get a podcast a day episode going on baseball for a while, but I've had to push the guest a couple of times and, you know, scheduling issues to explain why... I want someone to explain to me why baseball isn't the worst. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Because you've experienced it firsthand. It's the worst. But that was a practice game, so I'm kind of hoping that... Uh, a regular season kind of competitive game with stakes might help. Yeah. Because, like... It'll still be terrible. It's ar- baseball. Around the time that I'm going is September as well. So if the Blue Jays are in the... That's the Toronto team. Toronto. That's where we're from. If you get that reference, well done. Uh, you can tell us if you get that reference at Twitter. Uh, on at Twitter. Twitter. Just, just, just at tweet Twitter. at Twitter. Yeah. yeah, tweet it. Just tweet at the Twitter sphere. I actually saw someone on Twitter the other day. The, the Twitter... Twitter account had locked them. Yeah. It's like, I have reached the final level. <laughs> what? The at Twitter account had blocked them on Twitter. Oh dear. So that, that is the ultimate of, that's the, the final level of Twitter. You're done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you beat Twitter. Yeah. Twitter boss. But the point is, I'm hoping because since it's getting towards the playoffs, then that something might happen. Mm. Or else, like, they'll have already made the playoffs and they won't field a, a team for that game. They'll just be like, blah. Because <laughs> baseball's the worst. I'm going to give it another chance, Gary, but I, uh, I may regret it. But uh, we've been rambling on for quite a bit now, Gary. Shall we actually start talking about things? Yes, we shall. Let's have some stories, shall we? I suppose. It's time for our favourite segment. Ever, I say that about every segment. Every segment. It's, like, it's like babies. All of them are your favourite. Exactly. I, I can't choose just one, but it's time for... Who knew is best? Do you want to take us to our first story, Gary? With Daniel Craig and Sam Mendes done and dusted with the Bond series, speculations run rampant this weekend about who will replace them in the next Bond feature with some favourites emerging. There has been uh, quite a few names coming out during the weekend. Yeah. Uh, the the favourite among them, or the front runner, is Tom Hiddleston, which kind of is like... For me, I know he did The Night Manager with a kind of BBC AMC show, yep. which was like... A John le Carre adaption, or yeah. adaptation. It's as close to Bond you'll get without being Bond, basically. Yep. Even the director of The Night Manager, as we talk about it, she is being rumoured to be the director of the next Bond film. Yeah, Suzanne Beer. Really, the, the Bond people are like, this Night Manager thing's pretty good. Let's just turn it into a Bond film. Yeah, people like it. Let's just like cross out Le Carre, put in Fleming, and we're done. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Uh, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of love for Tom Hiddleston online. I don't think it will be him because I, I think this time, like they, they, they tend to like to go a bit left field with the selection of the Bonds. The reason the likes of Idris Elba won't get it because people have been talking about it for so long. Yeah. The same thing is happening with uh, Hiddleston now. Well, there's rumours he's in negotiations. Yeah. But like that happens all the time. There's also rumours that they're using him as bait to try and get Daniel Craig to come back. Trying to get, get him to be jealous. Yeah. Just like, oh, look, look, Daniel. Tom Hiddleston. Everyone's excited about him. Don't you miss this, Daniel? Don't you? Have you seen The Night Manager? Girl? I don't, but mom and dad have. And they really, really liked it, they... which is rare for dad because dad has a thing called dadding. Yeah. Where he'll like something initially, and the more time he has to think about it, it gets worse and worse as time goes on. Yeah. To the point where he hates it. Or his, his default setting to everything usually is, it's all right. It's all right. But not a bit long, like. <laughs> and then he'll slowly find holes to pick. 
I noticed that you didn't put any of the other names in the description. I didn't see any of them. Tom Hiddleston. That's all everyone's talking about. Who else is there? Um, there's that guy from... He's an Irish actor. His name's Aiden. I can't remember his surname. He, okay. did, he did Paul Lark in that BBC series. No. Um, yeah, he's he's in there. That it? I saw some other names as well. Uh, God, we're so unprepared. Yeah. I, I, that's not, not pretend I wrote this script. Yeah, okay. If I had wrote no script, it would have been in there. But yeah, it is official. Sam Mendes did confirm he's not coming back this week as well. Daniel Craig hasn't 100% confirmed, but he's, he's really trying to get out of it. He did say he'd rather sit his wrists, so I think that's as close to confirmation as you're going to get. And he turned out $100 million. <laughs> Apparently they threw money at him, all right? For two films. That's like $50 million a film. Would, yeah. you, would you be able to say no to that guy? I wouldn't. Well, he he's you see, you're not rich either, though. He doesn't need that money. And he'll yeah. he'll find other work. It's not like he's poor. So if you've watched The Night Manager and you agree with the selection of the team of Suzanne Beer and Tom Hiddleston, let us know on Twitter at TWSKK or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TWSKK. We must admit that we haven't seen it. I, I can see Tom Hiddleston as Bond. I could, but it all seems a bit samey. That's what all Bonds are. <laughs> no, because like they went this gritty, serious route and people are very used to that now and they're very used to the idea of Daniel Craig. Here, here's a question for you, Ken. Was Daniel Craig a good James Bond or did he happen to just be in a handful of good James Bond films? I think that he was the first in this mould of kind of gritty Bonds. Yeah. So he's been, it's kind of like the Dark Knight trilogy. He's being seen more favourably because he's quite the departure from the rest of them. Yeah. As in, rest of them is kind of campy, a bit kind of uh, light-hearted. Tongue-in-cheek all the time. Especially. And even, even then, there there were plenty of tongue-in-cheek elements in the four Bond films he did. Uh, in the beginning, they, they kind of... Well, yeah, Casino Royale was super, super serious. And so was Quantum. But, like, yeah. Skyfall was all... Oh, it's a Bond reference! In the beginning, apparently, I read this at the time, they made it a considered effort to get rid of things like the gadgets and all the the quips and the kind of and then slowly ease them back in as they came back exactly interestingly all these Bond films since I think like 97 have been written by the same two people it's mad isn't it don't remember their names but yeah all of them once once the the Broccoli family who own the Bond franchise get someone they try to ride them for all they're worth basically yeah but they did slack Pierce Brosnan poor Pierce he got sacked by I think he found out who the next Bond was that's how he found out he was sacked <laughs> I like Pierce yeah. he was a fun Bond I I think that in order to move the franchise forward in her, in you know the twenty first century, I think that if they replace Daniel Craig, they should pay him a, a little wad of cash to have him be killed off as James Bond. Yeah. And then establish the code name narrative. But they won't do that. They won't. But they should. You you should go back and listen to our James Bond episode to hear all about that. We go into in depth about why we think that should happen. Yeah, I I see. Like. I don't want to see kind of another mini reboot. I have no yeah. interest in seeing that. I just want to see another Bond. Yeah. Just a story with a spy who's named 007 and likes martinis. Make a funny, clever joke about it, then move yeah. on. Who Would you like them to go younger or older? I'd, I'd almost like to Or see the him. same. Because Tom Hiddleston is kind of the same, isn't he? Yeah. I, I kind of nearly like to see a James Bond Jr. James Bond Jr. in disguise. If you're going to do something like... If you're going to... If you're going to replace... Daniel Craig, you may as well make it significantly different. The solution can get Peter Capaldi. <laughs> Peter Capaldi is the Doctor Bond. Yeah, and he's he's just moaning and giving out all those shine because Peter Capaldi's amazing. I I can see both being good because like kind of a Bond origin story where he's training the academy and all that stuff. 
That and might be interesting. Young Bond. But also an old Bond that's ailing and he's not quite able to do it anymore. That's yeah. quite interesting as well, actually. So. But like, if, like, if you're telling that story, like it has a very short arc. Yeah, what's, what do you do in the next Bond film? Yeah. So the younger Bond is more franchise suitable. Exactly. Whereas the, the idea you suggested would, I think, would make a really interesting Bond film. But kind of maybe, maybe a one-off. It would be a one-and-done. So interesting. So like they don't they don't tend to like to do one one and done bonds. They never they've only done it once. And that was not by design. No, Lazenby just totally got he got lazy. Lazenby, <laughs> no, that's terrible. Never mind. <laughs> Get out. Moving on to our next story. Ever leave somebody a bad Yelp review? Well, be careful because sometimes the company you review will fire back in explosive fashion. Literally explosive, Ken. Wonderful scripting here. I'm top notch. A woman named by the name of Emma C on Yelp left a one-star review for a Washington DC restaurant, Nick's Riverside Grill. Apparently, she was given out about the servers and they charged her drinks, and her post was deleted. But someone kept it in screenshots because nothing disappears on the internet, Ken. No, once it's there, it's there forever. I would read out what she yelped, but it's not very well written. So, <laughs> do you want me to have a go at her? Basically. Th- th- Bad service, someone charged her for drink, she didn't drink. I think that was the moral of the story. She was quite offended by this, apparently. Yes. After the review went live, Ken, the restaurant staff fired back. And they wrote a little Yelp thing of their own, Ken. And it wasn't just like, oh, so we we want to do better next time. Sorry, you had a bad experience. Or, oh, well, we don't think that represents what happened. They accused her of shitting her pants in the restaurant, Ken. <laughs> they literally <laughs> slung shit at her. Yeah, they went for the juggler. I'll read it. We would like to address your complaint from the other evening. First of all, a manager did call you back, left a message, and you chose not to blah. Who cares about that? We spoke to both our bartenders, and they are confident that you did, in fact, have two happy hour drinks. You went there for happy hour again. So that tells you all you need to know about her. Yeah, if you you got the kind of fountain drinks, then yeah, you could get free refills. But like, alcoholic drinks, that cost money. Yeah. Out of compassion and being decent human beings, we did not charge you a waste removal fee. (laughs) We were trying not to cause any more embarrassment or humiliation to you, but after you receiving your phone call and seeing this review on Yelp, we are justified in defending ourselves. The fact of the matter is you lost control of your bowels in the middle of our restaurant. <laughs> oh, they went all in, Ken. <laughs> is this true or are they just, they're just, they're just, are they just going for it? I don't think they'd make a... Like, that's, their, that's their strategy for Yelp reviews. It's like, yeah, well you shit yourself. <laughs> That's like the most childish, like <laughs> juvenile thing you can do. Is it's like, yeah, well, you shit yourself. Yeah, smell the shit off you. <laughs> I always remember, uh, and I, it sticks in my mind. And I, every time I can't help but get into fits of laughter. I think about it. There was a, an insult in my class in school back in the day, ten years ago now, yeah. more ten ten years ago. Which made you're an old man now, Ken. It depresses me, but um, like there, there's a fellow. He was like, like he was like kind of a you know uh, a guy who gets picked on. And for once, he was winning against one of the bullies. Yeah. He was, like, winning. He's, like, like we were all going, oh, my God, he's taking, taking this guy down. And the guy just looked at him with a smell of disgust. <laughs> sniffed the air. Or, or look of disgust, excuse me. I, I totally put the car before the horse there. Sniffed the air and went, smell the shit off <laughs> I can't even get it out. So that funny. is basically the equivalent of what they did here. <laughs> and it's, like, it totally worked. Like, he torpedoed his comeback. <laughs> Uh, it's unbelievable but Emma didn't stop there Gar. oh wait, I, I want to get to some of the rest of the response from the restaurant first go ahead we had to reroute our other patients so they didn't walk through your mess causing quite a scene 
You then proceeded to throw your underwear away in her trash can. <laughs> I like this idea. She just strips them off in the middle of the restaurant. Take care of this for me. <laughs> and our poor manager working that night was left to clean up your feces. <laughs> really shouldn't come with the job. No. <laughs> and then she left a shitty review. <laughs> that part in the fun. She left a shitty review on Yelp. <laughs> Wordplay. It's like, I shit my pants and they didn't give me a free dinner. <laughs> Uh, but Emma didn't stop there again she did respond I, I, I'll read it here Gar. worst place ever caps exclamation mark exclamation mark uh, recurring there's like six of them worst manager ever more exclamation marks you are an awful person spelled incorrectly awful A-W-E-F-U-L I can't believe what happened here after my first review about the wrong bill the manager okay that just ends. <laughs> That's very strangely structured. Liz S, Liz S of Nick's Riverside Grill, business manager, slandered me by replying to my previous review. It is a crime of defamation, caps. And I didn't receive any phone call or voicemail from the restaurant. No one from the restaurant has contacted me about this after my visit and phone call. This is really boring. Yeah, I'd go to, like, by the end. It's just, just like, it's just like, I, I, I think you defamed me. And then all caps. Learn to being, sorry, learn to being a decent human being by not making up stuff to defend your fault. Learn to speak and behave rationally by not falsifying facts in public to avoid lawsuits. <laughs> I really hope they mixed people up. Yeah. So it's like, this, this is a person who has a legitimate grievance and yeah. there was someone that also shot themselves in the yeah. restaurant <laughs> and they've equated the two and then suddenly it's like, yes, I have a very legitimate concern about the, the, the right of your restaurant. It's like, yeah, well, you shot yourself. Yeah. Your opinion became invalid the moment you shot yourself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, be careful when you give people bad reviews in restaurants. They might just accuse you of shitting yourself. Yeah, it's like the epitome of, 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 a, of a monkey throwing poo. Yeah. Uh, moving on to our last story. Marvel dropped a bombshell recently after revealing that Captain America has been a Hydra sleeper agent all along. Yep. Your precious Captain America. This girl. isn't canon, Ken. It this is, is comic hokey pokiness because they're like, oh, we've run out of stories to tell. So let's just make Captain America a bad guy. Oh, that's a very original idea. <laughs> comic books. It's in a Nerds. Comic book, therefore, it is canon. And the argument of who's better Iron Man versus Captain America, I have officially won. No? Yes. We, we're just, again, everyone knows comics are only real in relation to inspiring stories for films. And Chris Evans, Chris Evans reacted not very pleasedly about this. Cap, Cap's not a bad guy. This is, uh, I, I assume this will all be revealed. And this is comics. Cap will be a good guy in about four issues, probably. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, don't hear me out there. Would it be such a bad art for a story where... No, I think it's a fine idea. People people are raging about it. I think it's it's, it's comic books. No, but if you... This character existed, has existed for 70 years. Do something with him. If you made it a thing in the film where he, like Hydra did kind of hijack him and kidnap him and say make him a sleeper agent and then there's a conflict between like is he a good guy, is he a bad guy? But then they've already told that story of Buggy Barnes, I guess. So. And even Civil War is kind of... He's a good guy in Civil War but it's like, oh, he's gone rogue. So we've already done that. Been there, done that, comic books. Yeah. But, Stupid comic books. It's like, like when... Like when Dr. Octopus swapped bodies with Spider-Man and then killed his old body to become Spider-Man. We And of course, that's been since just abandoned and there's new Spider-Man comics. And that's yeah. why all of these things tend to do. They did a lot of weird stuff with Spider-Man. Yeah. He's like Black Spanish 
for a while. Miles Morales. Yeah, I think yeah. he's Miles Morales is still going. And there's rumors, you know, there's always going to be a Spider-Man animated film. Yeah. There's rumors that's going to be Miles Morales rather than Peter Parker. Interesting. And uh, they killed him off, didn't they? Did they? They kill everyone. He swapped off. bodies with Doc Ock and then he died. No, that was Peter Parker. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, yeah, they did some really weird. They stuff. technically they killed Peter Parker. Towards yeah. a woman now, yeah. uh, which I I really I never liked that. Yeah. Which is the reason I don't like people like oh Bond should be a woman or Doctor Who should be a woman. It's like no, create characters for these people. Don't just retcon someone else's. That's lazy progress. Yeah. Sure, create like legitimate characters and stories for women. Don't just say here's a man's character. It's a woman now. It's like, lazy. Someone said to me today, and it's actually a good point. Like. What if we said, okay, we're going to make a Charlie's Angels film, it's going to be all men. Oh, don't be a meninist again. That's what Men's rights matter. That's what they're going to say. They're going to be like, but that's a woman's role. You're taking women's roles away. But yes, and all Ghostbusters lineup of women is fine. You hate, you, you can you just can't get over the Ghostbusters. I wanted a mixed team. I would have been okay with a mixed team, Gar. It's just, it's just, it's just feminism for the sake of fem- feminism. That is another instance where they recast men's roles as women. Yeah. So I don't like that. Just for the sake of it. Not like, but not, even, even then. Not because it was the right thing to do. If it was the right thing to do for the story, I'd understand. But it's just because, hey, girl power. Yeah. Ken hates women. Ken hates women. But we're getting kind of sidetracked here, guys. The whole point is that the online fan fury turned into something good. For once. Yeah. (laughs) Turned into something productive. It it ended up being an unintended blessing for a a charitable organization. Yeah. Rocks Can Fly, uh, the name of a Tumblr user who came up with the idea, decided that instead of buying the comic he'd donate the price of the issue to the US Holocaust Memorial Museum because obviously Hydra has ties to Nazi Germany <laughs> yeah so. inform people about this nerd rage should do this more often make productive yeah. use of your nerd rage people exactly Qu- channel it for good instead of you moaning about Ghostbusters do something productive with your time again do, do I make a donation to like Derek Agora because his career is over yes and his I- career is not over he still does stage shows that nobody goes to apparently. I've read like, apparently the attendances are like dismal for them. As I think was in one of the clips from uh, the episode last week, I would go to an, uh, one of his gigs yeah. if it didn't require paying him money. I'd go yeah. and heckle him. You don't, you don't want to pay for his con car? I think you <laughs> said at the time. <laughs> He'd go there and pretend you're Sam. See, that was a good gag. Go back and listen to yes, last week's episode to hear that. Garrett couldn't console himself. It's one of the, it's one of my finest and worst moments on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, especially the idea that you you went to him as possessed, uh, that you were possessed by Sam, like berating him for mistreating you. Uh, I I uh, you know, yeah. So the the donation, which we don't know just how much, how many people have done this, but even if only one person has done it, at least it's something productive. It was in the name of Steve Rogers. Ah, oh, Steve Captain America Rogers, the Nazi. I still don't think you should make it character like that i'm the nazi yeah that's like okay <laughs> like spitting right in your face yeah plus he's, he's cap he's like america don't sully cap for your cheap little shitty comic book plot because you run out of ideas yeah we're a clean podcast we are sh- to bleep sh- you. shit is, is is a bodily function well it's more yeah okay yeah in fairness most curse words are bodily functions so can we so- curse on the podcast as long as we can justify it afterwards <laughs> yeah <laughs> we do have a clean rating on itunes so yeah that's all the stories we have for you this week. We'll have more happenings from all over the world in time for next week. Coming up after the break, Nitpicks is on the way to give you some pointless diversions on the internet, so stay tuned. You're listening to the Weekend Show Podcast with Ken Kidney. Download a new episode every Saturday at soundcloud.com slash TWSKK or find us on iTunes. Now, it's time for Netpicks.
you're very welcome back to the weekend show. Every single week we recommend the very best in pop culture from around the world and in the internet. That's an important caveat there, it has to be on the internet. Yep. Because, well, you know. <laughs> Loosely. <laughs> kinda. In the legendary segment, that is Netpicks. So what do you have for us first this week, Gar? Anytime I go see an X-Men film, I go on a super X-Men kick. Yeah. So I've watched every single one of the X-Men films. And then I run out of X-Men things. So now I've moved on to the X-Men animated show. Makes sense. Like any reasonable person. Which, uh, if you've never watched it, Ken thinks it's boring and he's a horrible human being. I watched so many episodes, like, the Sentinels are trying to kill us. And they killed one of us, but then the rest of us are okay. What was me? That's the very first episode. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I, I've been watching, I'm about halfway through season two, I've been watching it. And it's a surprisingly, like, mature show for its time. It's super heavily serialized because in the middle of like season two, there there are plots that relate to the, the very first few episodes of season one, and you don't get adult shows that are that mature or serialized. Adult shows are terrified that your your attention span is going to run out, so episodes can't like lead into each other. They all have to be self contained individual things that you can watch once and have nothing to do with the show and never watch it again because they're terrified you'll tune out. Whereas this show is like, remember that thing from like 17 episodes back? That's an important thing now. No, I think that's probably why I didn't like when I was a kid. It's like, attention span. <laughs> yeah. And there's really weirdly mature plots. There was a villain who wanted to make the USSR great again. It was obviously set in the 90s when the USSR was crumbling and the countries were becoming individual countries. And he's like, I want Soviet Russia to be as good as it was. I want to take all the countries for my own. He was basically Putin, except in an X-Men cartoon. Did he ride around in a bear shirtless? He didn't. Uh huh. Which is the best thing about Putin. It's a really good show. Some of the, it's it's very 90s at times. It obviously has the amazing theme song. That's what everyone remembers. And the dialogue is very children's show in the 90s at times. It's like, yeah, hip. I think I remember Jubilee being a major offender in that show, mm -hmm. being like, I'm a young person. Teenagers do not talk that way, Jubilee. Yeah. You shut up, person. Shut up, Jubilee. <laughs> firework hands. Your <laughs> firework hands is just, just ruining everything, every episode. I like when every so often there's like a, a, a powerful mutant that comes, comes up against her. It's like, what is this fireworks that are hitting me? What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> They're just confused more than anything else. And she'd save the day by accident because she's terrible. Yeah, so that's the X-Men animated series. Watch it on YouTube. I think some Netflix territories have it as well. Not sure which. Ireland doesn't, but you can find episodes on YouTube. Yes, we do not endorse them. Yes, we do. Okay. I don't, <laughs> I don't endorse them. They're terrible. Hot garbage. You're hot garbage. Scar, I've had a tough week. I stand by that. Podcast today is cancelled. You can't cancel again. You've threatened to cancel it on like four separate episodes of the weekend show now. It's resulting in a lot of our listens. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, I need you. My first pick this week is a song, Gar. A little earwig of a song that I've been listening to on repeat over and over again. Do you know those songs that you hear and you're just like, that's pretty good. And then you listen to it again. It's just like, 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 there's no real logical reason for it. But like, you just listen to it like five times in a row. And you're just like, this one is more time. One more time. Just sitting there just thinking like, this is my life now. Exactly. Everything is different now. If you also get that reference, you're a good person. You're a very good person. Uh, this song is called All in the Name by Bright Light, Bright Light. Kind of one of those guys. I think his name is Rod. He's a Welsh singer. Does electro pop. Um, Aren't like 40% of people from Wales named Rod? Yeah. 
So that's an interesting difference. And there's another 40% whose second name is like Jones or Williams. See, So basically most Welsh people's name is Rod Williams or Rod Jones. That's confusing. Yeah. See, for me... I lost my point here. I'm going to get back to it. <laughs> Hold on a second. I've distracted you with all my talk about rods. <laughs> Your useless rod facts. Uh, normally, normally this irks me when a, a single person calls himself a band name. Okay. But I'm going to forgive this because it's a great song. It also features Elton John. Who is a treasure of the world. Amazing. He does his typical... I'm Elton John and I'm singing. <laughs> I don't need to do this because I'm super rich. But I'm doing it anyway because he's Elton John. He's cool. Basically, if I were to sum it up, it's like 80s, the songs. Yeah, it's like a good Eurovision entry. Yeah. Which is when you sent it to me, you were like, they should send this as their Eurovision entry. And they're like, yeah, they should. They would win. So, But yeah. they probably wouldn't win because they'll never win. But it would have been better than anything they've sent recently. If you listen to it, it's, it's going to be on your rotation on Shuffle uh, uh, for weeks. I promise you that. So that's All in the Name by Bright Light, Bright Light. Uh, available on Spotify, YouTube and all good music providers. My my second pick, my second net pick, is um Lyft. You know the the ride sharing app. I I literally this week I I, I discovered Lyft and I'm like, what's the difference between that and Uber? There's none. Okay, <laughs> I don't think anyone. Just trying to get their share of the market. I think it's more about you know crowdsourcing and all that. Or both of them are. Yeah, but like, I think are, are people getting paid for it? Yeah. I thought it was like a a voluntary thing. Why would you do it for free? I don't know. I just thought that if they had some kind of hook, I don't know. Anyway, they have um, a YouTube series on their own YouTube channel called Undercover Lift, where they get celebrities to give people lifts and they go in disguise. Not lifts, normal lifts, so they lifts with a Y. Yeah, that's, that's a, a very important point to make. The Y is, it's made, it transforms the whole thing, Ken. But I was watching an episode with Shaquille O'Neal. And Shaq is a quite recognisable man, Ken. Yeah. He was in wacky disguises, dressed up as a reggae man or a weird guy with a beard. And people were like just talking to him. And he yeah. was he was like dropping hints that he's Shaq. He was asking people, do they like basketball? And he was in Kazam, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he was like, you know what my favourite film is? Kazam. <laughs> and no one was like, nobody except Shaq would say that. <laughs> yeah. And no one was like, you're Shaq. It's funny. Because he, he really committed. He, he committed to those roles as random weirdos, giving people lifts and asking them questions. And Shaq is not normally known for his acting care, so that's quite the accomplishment. Yeah, I like Shaq. He's a, he's a nice guy. If Shaq showed up to my house to give me a lift somewhere, I'd be like, cool. Shaq has had a match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh, he has. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> All those years teasing that Shaq and Big Show match, and he's in that crappy battle royal. He got thrown in there, but apparently they're trying to build to something next year, which I... Yeah, that's not... Yeah. I, they had a good angle back in the day. I'll buy into it. Shacking's big show. Yeah. yeah. Undercover Lift with Shaquille O'Neal. I'm sure there's a bunch of other ones that are probably amusing, but this is the one I watched this week. It's on YouTube here? YouTube. I've never heard of it. It's this. Is it? What? How, how can I access this? It's on the internet. Okay. Uh, you can also find TWSKK clips and podcasts a day episodes on YouTube. Forget about those. We don't need those. <laughs> That's anti-Netflix. <laughs> that is. Our Netflix should just be like... So... The Weekend Show episode 8 and yeah. the, the Weekend Show episode 10. Very good yeah. very good pieces of podcasting, Ken. Exactly. It's just like basically blatant self-promotion. Yeah, I've realised that the key to success on the internet is blatant self-promotion. Makes sense. Yep. Your, your second pick, Ken? My final pick this week is lynda.com. Recently, um, I come... It's an index of everyone named Linda. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Linda Holmes. Linda, Linda McMahon. Yeah. 
I don't other know. people. <laughs> yeah, other Lindas. Uh, I know a Linda, and she's a bitch. <laughs> so, is it one of those people who like it's the only person you know that's named that name? Yeah. So you associate that name with like people that are bitch, people that are named Linda are bitches. That's exactly it. Yeah. But Linda.com, it's like it's a very cool website that basically, if you want to know anything about media or learn a new skill, like a new digital skill, it's they've got like a huge digital repository of tutorials to learn like about Audacity or learn about computer animation with Maya or learn about Photoshop and stuff like that. Um, so, um, it's kind of one of those websites that is used by professionals. So they're trying to access the kind of more casual market now. And what they're doing is they're offering a, a free 30 day subscription on signing up. <laughs> we're not being sponsored by the way. We're actually not. So we're actually not being very clever here. We but. give away too many free plugs to these things. <laughs> like we're, we kind of do it in the hope that they pay us. Yeah. But they never do. They don't retroactively pay us for flugs, Ken. That's not how the world well, works. So I said, like, I'll take 30 days for free. And yeah. then, I, but like, you kind of have to sign up to it. So, well, they'll start charging you 30 euros after that per month. So make sure you keep track of what day you signed up so you can cancel just yeah. in time. But um, I'm actually suitably impressed to the point where I'll keep it for a while. Just so I can, because I I, 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 I did multimedia in college. And then, you know, the last few years, just because, you know, life, I kind of got away from that stuff. So I'm trying to reskill now. So it's actually a really handy tool to do that. And, I suppose it's only like seven fifty a week. So if you actually use it, it's actually how much is it a month? Thirty. That's that's a decent amount of money. Yeah, it's a decent amount of money. But like, if you use it, like I've been using it every day. So like, if you use it, it's it's worth it. But like, if you're not using it, I would cancel it. But like, like your pile of National Geographic's out in your living room. Yeah, I I, I cancel that. Yeah. <laughs> Until I you did too, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, we're we're terrible for reading. We're we're we don't read. The internet tells us everything we need to know now. Yeah. You have to but, read the internet, by the way. But like, thirty days for free, guys. It's worth it, even if you just if you just like take your thirty days and bail and use the weekend show special promo code. <laughs> we don't have one. We don't have a promo code. Our special promo code is free thirty day subscription. Yeah, that's solely because of us. We'll start sell the selling that. Yeah, so send us twenty euro and you can get a free free <laughs> thirty day subscription. So if you go to the linda.com website and sign up for your for your free subscription and type in your details. Then you'll get your 30 day subscription courtesy of the weekend show. Yeah. You can't prove it's not. It's from us. Don't sue us, Linda. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's, it's just it's just a cool thing. Like, if you're interested in kind of digital media, like, if you're podcasters like us, you want to learn more about sound editing and stuff like that, it's cool. Get it for 30 days. Why not? If, even if you don't use it that much, you, you still get a taste of it. If you use it a lot, then you're getting the benefit. And, like, maybe decide if you have 30 bucks to spare, you might keep it for another couple of months. It's not something you have to keep forever either. Like, but like you got to remember to unsubscribe because you know those subscriptions you have you're just like I don't use that I should unsubscribe and then the next one is like I don't use that I should unsubscribe <laughs> yeah. but, just, and that's how they get you Ken exactly so um, I've been using it so if, like and I've been really kind of learn you know it's really sharpening my skills again it's really the tutorials are really good can I people who know what they're about are they needlessly long no you see you, I've seen you heard my podcast today episode moaning about people who do, have, do bad YouTube tutorials well these are quite detailed so they're they're suitably long they're by they're by kind of professionals who've been doing this for a long time so they're very kind of slick at kind of producing kind of tutorials and and kind of speaking on camera speaking into a mic to impart some knowledge so the if you're looking to to learn something about the digital landscape it's your one-stop shop and they they know their business so and it's a LinkedIn company now so you know so that's it that's all I've got Okay. Do you want to take us out there? We're having epics. That's our all our picks for this week. We'll search the mountains and rivers for more next week. That's where culture comes from, by the way, Ken. They grow in rivers. Panning for pop culture. <laughs> yeah. Coming up after the break, I quiz Ken in the official debut of our new segment called the Wee Quiz. Stick around. 
You're listening to the Weekend Show Podcast with Ken Kidney. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash TWSKK, Twitter at TWSKK, or search for TWSKK on YouTube. You're listening to the Weekend Show. Over our first 41 episodes, we've been occasionally fond of a little quiz now and again. We do like a quiz. We had one in the very first episode that we discussed, which we mothballed, and then we, we- did... We mothballed it for a reason there, and we swore we'd never speak of it again. And we we're now doing a quiz as a segment, so clearly, it wasn't that bad. We're cutting for punishment. So we figured we'd make an official segment called Ken We Quiz. Kara, I made a special fancy audio sting for the occasion, so we're going to be quiet now so the people at home can hear it. One is ready for We Quiz. Battle of the Brothers. It's like weak quiz or wick quiz. Get it? Ha 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 ha. Okay. Wow. Wasn't that amazing? Production values. Yeah. This is the second week in a row you played something I've never heard. I actually think I have heard this, but I don't remember. I sent them to you. It's Queen Liz. It's Robot Queen Liz. Oh, yes. Oh, I forgot about Robot Queen Liz. Robot Queen Liz is great. Yes. She, she she endorses the weekend show. Yes, she does. And she All robot monarchs love our show. Exactly. And they will be our overlords, so you may as well get in line. <laughs> but um, the point is that I was tired of paying for voiceovers because they're quite expensive, so I just used a modulator on the internet. Woo! And this is like, Queen Elizabeth is like, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Each time, one of us will quiz the other on literally anything. You can come up with any quiz you like, Ken. I do have two rules that questions must have options. Yes. So th- this particular quiz is a, a real or not real. So you have a 50-50 shot. If it's a more open-ended quiz where you have trivia or whatnot, four options will be our rule, Ken. Agreed. That sounds fair? Yeah. And if the person getting quizzed gets half the questions right or more, they score a point. And if they don't, the the quiz master, which is me in this instance, scores a point. So it is weighted in favour, Ken, of the person taking the quiz. Yeah, but we will alternate these roles. So the next time I'm going to be the quiz master and Gareth's going to be the quizzy. Quizzy? Is that a word? Qu- I don't know. Quizzy and quizzer. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the point is that we'll swap the roles and like every time we do this, there's going to be points at stake either side. So it's, it makes it a bit more interesting, I think. Yeah, we'll keep track as time goes on and the overall winner will win something. Who knows what. How about this, Garrett? Naming rights to the podcast, Garrett. If you win over time, <laughs> we'll change it to the weekend show with Garrett Kidney. You'll just, it's just like anytime I'm ahead, it's like, there's still two more quizzes. And then when you're ahead, the second you're ahead, that's it. That's the end of the segment. Done. <laughs> I win. Today, I will quiz Ken with a quiz I personally curtailed, Ken. And I have I have kept it from you. I saw this in the script, Garrett. What do you mean by curtailed? I've, I've put it together. Curtailed is not the right word there. Yes, it is. Is it? Curtailed is to like cut something off. I thought curtailed was to put something together. Maybe tailored. Tailored is to cut something off. I don't know. Words. <laughs> that doesn't sound right to me. <laughs> You're not right. Anyway, the this particular quiz, Ken, it's in the vein of our previous quizzes. Because we, we've wiped the slate clean from our previous quizzes. All, yes. all, all those are out. They're gone. Partially because I was losing and I'm a sore loser. Yeah, we're retconning canon here. Yeah. And so this particular quiz is in the same vein, Ken. I have been looking up failed television pilots. So these, these were shows of which pilots were produced and then either shown and cancelled instantly or were not picked up or they're not real. So you have to determine, Ken, whether this these are real fake or real fake, or whether these are real TV pilots or whether they are fake. Okay, agreed. There I'm, are eight. I'm on board. So you have to get four. I'll break out a pen so I can keep score. 
really high tech. Yeah, we're, we're, we invest lots of money in this podcast. So just to be he- clear here, we're both playing for the point. So if I get four or more, I get the point. Or if Garrett stumps me, he gets the point. Yeah, if, if you only get three or less. As we said, we've weighted it in favour of the person being quizzed. Okay. Because they're coming in blind. I think that's a fair thing to do. Fair enough. The first one, Ken. Puchinski. Okay. Detective Puchinski, whose unlikely surname foreshadowed his death in the line of duty and his subsequent reincarnation as a talking bulldog puppet. <laughs> okay. Dealing with both the comical and heart-wrenching details of his new life, Puchinski paired up with a rookie detective, and that's about as far as the, the pilot got. Is that real, Ken? Is Puchinski a man reincarnated as a bulldog puppet? Is that a real or fake television pilot? Jared doesn't like dogs. I don't like dogs. I don't like animals. So I don't think you'd come up with a bulldog off the top of your head. Wouldn't I? Bulldogs are the scariest of dogs. Interesting. Plus, if you're going to be a policeman dog, it's going to be a bulldog. Not like uh, a German Shepherd? Don't they use German Shepherds? No, they're not. They're not like bulldoggy enough. <laughs> not angry enough to be police dogs. Are you trying to? Are you trying to? Are you trying to psych me out? Maybe I am. It's a game of chess, Ken. This, this isn't just a quiz. It's, it's a game of mental chess. We're both playing for we're both playing for the win here, Gar. Yeah. I'm going to say it's real. It is real. Yes. Puchinski is a real television pilot. Number two, Wishman. Resembling a fat cartoon sea monkey, Wishman is some experimental biological robot rescued from a swift demise by a bleeding heart scientist and is a parent desperate for a child wife. The couple takes Wishman on a road trip to escape a bounty hunter sent by his corporate creators, who've apparently realised the horrible PR that could result from having their creation, ugly, horrible creation, brought into the world. Sounds so Japanese. Yeah. That sounds really Japanese. Sounds very E.T.-ish as well, doesn't it? Yeah. E.T. rip-off. Hmm. E.T. go home. Yeah. Sounds quite detailed, to be fake, so if it came out of your mind, I'd be quite impressed. Mm. I'm gonna go real again. It is real. Yes, you're, you're too. You're, I'm halfway to victory. You're halfway to victory. Number three, Ken. Steel justice. In the environmentally ravaged future, Detective David Nash's son dies in a tragic car accident and gets reincarnated as a pint-sized Robosaurus. <laughs> Soon to be sold. <laughs> that also sounds like a Japanese thing. Soon to be sold at KB's Toys locations near you after talking things over with some ancient mystic being and a friend played by an out of shape Joan Chen whoever that is damn it <laughs> Nash learns that his toy bound son can grow to enormous size when the criminals of the future hold the innocence of the future at bay and the bullets of the future are flying Kid Robosaurus transforms into his towering truck rally form and belches out justice steal justice all these sound like Japanese shows, and Japanese shows are bonkers, so they can all be real. They're, this is actually, all these are American shows. What? I know! They're, I don't think many of them are particularly recent, any of the real ones, anyway. Yeah. Hmm. Quite detailed again. Yeah. I'm going to say real. It is real. Da! Da! You're going to have to sell me, you're going to sell me out five more times? Yeah, you, you, you pretty much won. But, but, but like, law of averages suggests you're going to get one of the next <laughs> five right. But nonetheless, Heat, Vision and Jack is the next one again. Yes. As a result of a NASA miscalculation, astronaut Jack Austin flies too close to the sun, the rays expanding his mind and making him the smartest man on the planet. Now he and his talking motorcycle, Heat Vision, 
<laughs> which contains the mind of his former roommate, are on the run from NASA and their assassin. They travel from place to place solving paranormal mysteries with the help of Jack's newfound ability to become a super genius when his brain absorbs sunlight. See, that sounds plausible. Yep. Do you um, want more details? You have more details? I have I have more details. Go ahead. It starred Jack Black, Owen Wilson, and Ben Stiller. And it was written by Dan Harmon. Mm. What was the name again? Heat Vision and Jack. Real. Real. You've won. You've technically officially won. I've actually heard of that. Have you? Yeah. When you mentioned it, 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 it rang a bell. Because that, that's where because Jack Black and Owen Wilson were right episodes of Community. Yeah. So that's where they met Dan Harmon. That does sound very Dan Harmon, doesn't it? Yeah. I actually remember watching a documentary called Harmontown in yeah. which it's mentioned. Ah, damn it. It reminds me of, you know, in Community, they had Kick Puncher. Yeah. It reminds me of Kick Puncher. Yeah. <laughs> I won, Gar. You have won. Allow me to bask him in my victory for a moment. It's like, I'm raising my arms. You can't see me, but I'm, I'm raising my arms in victory. Yeah. I'm going to go for a clean sweep, though. Let's go for it. Korgoth of Barbaria is the next one, Ken. Okay. Set in a comically post-apocalyptic future where magic, sorcery, and medieval technology reign supreme, Korgoth of Barbaria is an infectious parody of Conan the Barbarian and the whole sword and sorcery genre. The pilot sees Korgoth, a savage Conan-esque barbarian, because Conan the Barbarian, who looks like he picked a fight with a gang of ugly sticks and lost pretty badly, being extorted into stealing some MacGuffin for, from a wizard whose powers are brought to life by chewing gum. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of information there. I'm just processing it. There is. There's a lot of information in all of these. So detailed. Yeah. Like it's pretty. It's pretty messed up. If you get if you came up with them. <laughs> Are you saying I'm not creative enough to come up with any of these, Ken? There's been so many real ones now. I'm gonna say fake. Real. Ah, damn it. It's real again. So that's wrong. You're on four. Yeah. <laughs> um, look well. This is a short description again. Adam West was cast as a washed-up TV action hero who believes he can actually solve crime. Hmm. That's so that is very Adam West. Yeah. But it's the shortest of all of them, so. You know, I should have just stuck with my gut because, like, the detailed ones sound, always sound more real. They do. I'm going to say fake. Also real. Ah, god damn it. It's a good thing I, I got... I got it's, a, it's, a, it's a good thing I, I started started on a streak early because you, you got it's going downhill. It reminds, that, that, that plot idea actually reminds me a lot of The Grinder. It does. This was, these, are, these are all real. So no wonder they both got cancelled. I'm pretty sure all, all these real ones have pilots. That you can watch online. I haven't watched all of them. I've, I've skimmed through some of them and they're amazing. Sneaky epics. Uh, next one again. Locked in. In a spoof of the Saw films, five people are kidnapped and locked in a room. Given the dilemma of either killing one of them to escape or working together to escape, they, they cause a conflict. This locked room show had, had one major issue though. It was a slapstick comedy. Okay. The pilot featured each actor bumbling around, accidentally nearly killing each other while not intending to. Or horrible stereotype casting, like cowboys and that kind of racist stuff. Fake. It is fake. Yes. Ah, you saw you saw you saw too much fakeness. <laughs> God damn it! So that's five now, Gar. Yeah, you've gotten to five. So this is my victory lap. Yeah. I started with two wrong answers, but never mind. The final one, Ken. The Crystal Cube. Right. We meet an on-the-run man years from playing a TV doctor, Hugh Laurie. Okay. So you know. Star power. He rescues a bob-haired Emma Thompson, played... Oh, sorry. I, I, I got a read ahead of my own writing, and tells her how to read a book called 
the Bibble. Not the Bible can. The Bibble. Two Bs. Okay. <laughs> and okay. learned of a thing called Love. Not Love can. Love. Okay. The two reach the surface and meet, the, meet a kindly old man who showed them all about Love. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm thinking who'd have been writing this was sitting somewhere watching House. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Hugh Laurie just might have been desperate enough when he's trying to make it in America. Or was in America. Was it America again? Who knows? The Brits wouldn't be that stupid, would they? The BBC tends to make good things. The BBC made Doctor Who again. Come on. It's tiny one hokey nonsense. Yeah, if you look at the early Doctor Who, that is not like prestige programming. That's that's nonsense. It is. I'm going to say... Mm, real. It is real? Yes. My, my approach of only having one fake one did not go so well for me. No. I, was, I thought I'd psych you out with that. Yeah. I probably should have put the fake one a little earlier. That would have psyched you out a little bit more. That uh, that also... The, the, the kindly old man, Ken. And I, I thought this would entirely tip you off because Hugh Laurie worked with them a lot when they were younger. Stephen Fry. Oh, okay. They wrote that show. All of these... Uh, the only one locked in is the only fake one. So Pujinski, Wishman, Steel Justice, Heat Vision and Jack, Korgoth of Barbaria, Lookwell and the Crystal Cube. All real shows, Ken. And that, in fact, the last one was a Beeb show. The Beeb? Yeah, the Beeb made that. Uh, the Beeb obviously had a rough patch, Ken. They only made one episode of it. Of course, that's the problem. You are successful, Ken. You got two wrong. Yeah. So, so in, sp- the first, in the first fight, in the first scuffle, that is, we quiz, I have emerged victorious. It's one nil to Ken. Honestly, Steel Justice is my favourite. Yeah. The sun reincarnated as a pint-sized Robosaurus. <laughs> Uh, it's like where is where is the, even the logic with that where is it just like yeah that's good or Puczynski his name is Puczynski Ken and then he's brought back as a dog I, I vaguely remember something like that or hearing about something like that uh, uh, one of the other ones that when I was looking at bad pilots one of the other ones that came up a lot was Super Pop but uh, uh, that totally would have been in here had I not mentioned Super Pop on the show before yeah we've mentioned Super Pop another sneaky Netflix check that out if you haven't yeah seen. The Adventures of Super Pop it's Superman with short people wearing dog costumes it's amazing so you know it's uh, it, it's perfectly legitimate yeah but uh, you won we quiz I have to say Gerard, this is our first one and it's been a tremendous success yeah you did win yes that's the only reason you're happy it's one note to me next time I will be the quiz master and you will have a chance to level it up if you can beat my quiz. You should just come up with like algebraic equations. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I really, you can have a quiz about anything. Did Einstein say it? Yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah, really fake quotes. That would be a good one. That's actually a good one. Don't try to influence me, Gary. You're just jazzed because I'm winning. Getting in your head already, Ken, for the next one. I'm be Googling real or fake jokes all week. Even how, though we're not doing it next week. How many of our pilots did you guess correctly? How many have you watched? If you watch any yeah, of them, watch all of them. I'm going to watch these probably yeah. tonight. It's like, yeah, Pooch Man and Steel Justice if and you, Heat Vision and Jack. If you do check them out, let us know what you think on Twitter at TWSKK or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TWSKK. I'm curious to know. I might even watch them myself. So I'm curious to have a chat yeah. with you on social media about how gloriously awful they are. We'll be right back to wrap up the show with details on next week's episode. So do stay with us. You're listening to the Weekend Show Podcast with Ken Kidney. Download a new episode every Saturday at soundcloud.com slash TWSKK or find us on iTunes. Okay, quizzers, that's our show for another week. 
Thank you, as always, for taking the time to click play or download on the podcast. You can normally find a new episode every Saturday at soundcloud.com forward slash TWSKK. And you can this week, but can this not week. next week. Not next week. We're going to be a Sunday show next week. More probably. Than probably. Maybe More even Monday, but... We're warning you this time. It won't be Saturday. Oh. Definitely. And now, also, on the TWS network, you can find Podcast Today, but enough about that. There'll be a Podcast Today episode on Saturday, Ken, so... Yeah, yeah but don't listen to that. Listen to this. Also, make sure you just check out the episode I dropped today, Tanner D3 Briefing. Listen to Tanner. You can, you can skip the bit I, I, I'm talking. Just listen to Tanner. He's a top guy. Yeah. He's a top draw on the TWS network as well, guys. Yeah, lovely fellow. If you like Tanner, make sure to bookmark the link or subscribe on iTunes so you never miss any of the podcasts on the TWS network. Speaking of which, if you love the show, why not write us a review? Please. We haven't got no one. <laughs> we've said, I, don't know, I don't know how many times we've actually said this, uh, but we have to have a single review. Can, I don't have to check that, so... Right now, I'm going to do a little bit of a, a music little interlude to describe how I feel. Scrub reference. Even if you're like, Gareth's great. Wonderful. Best podcast, best daily podcast I've ever heard. Even if you're too lazy to write words and you just want to give the five stars, just do that. Yeah, just give us the five stars. <laughs> All of the five stars. You can relive snippets of our best bits on YouTube. Just search TWSKK. And you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search TWSKK. Yeah, my newscaster voice. You're, you're Pascal Sheehy. Oh, Gary, usually I push that to you. Sorry, I've stolen your line. It's alright. It's okay. We need to get out of here. I'm just going to flip the table. All the equipment is on the table. Next week, we talk the impending UK Brexit vote. Uh, you know, because... We're sore about it. It's very important. We don't want we don't vote. Uh, we don't see you to abandon us. Yeah. Well, we want to all be friends. Exactly. And Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? And if you if you're listening from the UK and you leave the EU, you're not allowed to listen to the show anymore. It, it, that's not our decision. That's just that comes with territory. It's EU law. Yeah. We were brought to you this week by our sponsor, Yelp. Yelp, where you go to figuratively excrete your bowels after you literally excrete your bowels. <laughs> I'm laughing at my own joke there again. <laughs> it's, it's no zombie verse from last week. Our theme music is by the very talented Mr. John. And until next time, say goodbye, Gar. Bye bye. Take it easy, everybody.